Daily Drive is brought to you by eBay Motors. Auto dealers, are you missing the most engaged buyers because you don't know where to find them? At eBay Motors, you'll find buyers so motivated, they purchase a car or truck once every three minutes. Just call 866-210-5362 and mention code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. I'm Jason Stein, publisher of Automotive News, and this is Daily Drive for Tuesday, April 20th. The landscape of auto shows in America continues to take shape in a creative fashion, something we have chronicled on this podcast regularly for the last 13 months, all the way from Cleveland to New York to Denver and now today to the Twin Cities. And it's fitting to talk about the 48th annual Twin Cities Auto Show because some might argue that it was the last auto show to take place before the full effect of COVID in America. It is certainly one of the very few shows to take shape in 2021. Minnesota is reshaping itself, mainly because it's had to. Restricted in its ability to host an indoor show, the Greater Minnesota Automobile Dealers Association is getting creative. Actually, it's going outdoors. With 322 acres of fairgrounds, Minnesota is taking the show outside in order to be able to stage the show. It opens May 15th and runs until the 23rd. It's a model that will likely be replicated in many spots around the country for months to come. Experiential is the word, in addition to experimental. To talk about their plans for next month, we've reached Scott Lambert, chairman of the Automotive Trade Association Executives and president of the GMADA in Minneapolis. Scott Lambert, it's a pleasure to have you on the other end of my phone. How are you? Good. Good morning. Thank you from you. Tell me what you're doing with the Twin Cities Auto Show now in its 48th year, incredibly, and produced by the Greater Minnesota Automobile Dealers Association, you're taking things on the road. You're going outside. And we've talked to a number of other executives around the country about their shows, but this is pretty unique. Tell me uh, from May 15th to the 23rd what your plan is. Well, Jason, uh, as the saying goes, the mother of of invention is necessity, and uh, we took a calculated risk. Uh, We did not think, uh, given the restrictions on hand in Minnesota, we would be able to pull off a March indoor show, and that proved accurate. So last December, we decided to take the risk and and plan a outdoor May show, and maybe we could get on the other side of some vaccinations and hopefully get on the other side of this pandemic and uh, and put our best foot forward. We were one of the last events to uh, to be open in North America in March 2020 as the, the pandemic was sweeping across the country. So we're pretty anxious to get back out there. Uh, putting on an outside show uh, has its own challenges and its own opportunities. And uh, we're pretty excited about uh, the product we're going to bring out to the, to the consumers. And uh, we think we'll have a good show. You're one of the last for in North America, you're one of the first to have a show now in 21. And what other kinds of, where did the concept originate from, Scott? Where, where, how were you thinking this was going to work? Well, we wanted to do something since we have, uh, we're outside and uh, the Minnesota State Fairgrounds is where we're going. And the Minnesota State Fair is unique uh, to other state fairs in Minnesota. It's super popular. Uh, uh, they get the state fair alone will get over 2 million visitors uh, during their run. So it's well-known. People know how to get to it, and they all love the state fair food. It's, it's a big attraction. So we wanted to sort of capitalize on all of that, and uh, we wanted it to be more experiential. We, we just wanted to get out there. 
and and let people uh, touch and feel cars and see them in their in their natural environment, which is outside. And um, you know, it, it's it's funny uh, uh, the the OEMs, the manufacturers, will market their vehicles riding over riverbeds and climbing mountains and smashing through snowbanks, but you know, we show them in pristine uh, convention centers and. We decided to get them outside, and uh, and it's had, it's, it's had an interesting effect on our our factory partners uh, as they've tried to pivot for this. Uh, but uh, we're going to have a, sh- a show that is going to be uh, much more experiential for the consumer, and uh, and I think a lot more fun uh, for the factories as well once they sort of get there and get into it. So, what is the factory reaction, and how many brands do you anticipate being there? Uh, we're going to have. Uh, uh, of our so far, it looks like we're gonna have about 27 of our normal 33 brands, which is pretty good. Uh, we're pretty pretty happy with that. Uh, the brands are not the show people, the folks who put on the shows. They don't have a lot of outside kits, so we've had to, we've had to do a lot of adapting. Uh, a lot of them will be in tents with their traditional kits uh, inside tents, but but a lot of them have embraced this, and and we're we're going to be showing vehicles hauling boats and. Uh, we have constructed our own uh, truck track, uh, showing off capabilities of vehicles, uh, trucks in Minnesota and, uh, and and what they can do. And and so, um, you know, it's it's been an interesting um, uh, endeavor. Uh, the other you know problem, of course, is that there's an inventory shortage, and the manufacturers themselves are are sort of uh, pulling in their horns a little bit in terms of of uh, costs. So uh, so we we fought through a lot of those challenges. And uh, the dealers have stepped up and helped uh, supplement this. So we'll have ride and drives, and we're going to have electric ride and drives. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll put on a good show for everyone. We'll hear more from Scott Lambert after this message. The most motivated car buyers aren't knocking on your door anymore. They're online. But you don't have to look far. You can find them at eBay Motors. Our platform features over 7 million engaged users. Our buyers are so engaged, they enter over 3 billion search impressions per month and buy a car or truck every three minutes. Today's car buyer has high expectations when they browse online. eBay Motors helps you meet those expectations. Use machine learning with our AI-driven vehicle pages, and you'll automatically optimize your buyer's experience. It's as easy as listing your inventory and watching as the most engaged buyers find you. If you've ever uploaded your automotive inventory to a website, you have more than enough skills to get your cars listed on eBay Motors. It will feel like you're setting up an entirely new car dealership within minutes. Once you list your available inventory, you'll have additional support from the platform, including a single destination page for your entire brand. Want to generate more sales automatically? eBay Motors lets you choose between auction, classified, and fixed-price listing options so the site does the heavy lifting. It even integrates with your existing dealer or vehicle management system. All you have to do is list your inventory. Sit back, relax, watch a movie, and then check back in to see the sales you've made. How do you start? It's as simple as creating an account. Call 866-210-5362 and mention the code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. Find out why selling cars has never been this easy. That number again, 866-210-5362. What's your attendance been like in the past, pre-COVID, and maybe what are you expecting for this iteration of the show? Well, we get uh, pre-COVID, we would get well over a hundred thousand people at our show, and uh, we think uh, because of the attendance restrictions uh, right now, we can only have ten thousand people on the grounds at any given time. But we think we can turn people over during the day. We've expand we've expanded our hours. 
uh, all week uh, to allow for more people to get there and get in. We're selling tickets by the day uh, instead of just sort of blanket tickets come anytime uh, to manage it. And we're, um, uh, we think we can do uh, much, much better in terms of attendance. And I think once we get out from under these restrictions, assuming we were to come back to the fairgrounds, and, and we don't know if we are or not, but assuming we do, we think we can uh, uh, double or even triple our usual attendance. We, we think this is very popular. I got to tell you, the pre-sales right now are four times what they would normally be a month out from our, our show that is normally in downtown Minneapolis. Uh, under a convention center. So there's there's something going on. There's a lot of interest out there. People want to come. I think people are, are ready to bust out of this pandemic and and, and come out. And, and I got to say, too, we will adhere to all the safety protocols, uh, uh, whatever the state and county uh, uh, safety guidance are in. We were going to be more uh, than safe. Uh, we have uh, all the plans in place to uh, screen people. Uh, people still got to wear masks. That's the current mandate and uh, we will be cleaning cars in between rides things like that so it'll be a safe uh, a good environment for people to come out to it's interesting one of the positive effects that could come out of the COVID experience is that you now discover that you have this great experiential model that maybe you should have always had yeah i think uh pre-pandemic if i'd come to my board and say hey here's a great idea let's blow up our show at our nice convention center and go outside to the to the state fairgrounds they would have fired me and right now, uh, my staff and I were all looking, looking like great innovators on all of this. <laughs> I don't know. We we will see uh, how how the customers respond and what the how the factories respond. The factories were there. Some of them have totally embraced it, and uh, we're anxious to to make sure they have a good experience. Are there other companies that you've had to consult with who do this sort of thing on a regular basis in order for you to become experts at hosting an outdoor event, if you will? Well, we've learned a lot about the tenting business. I can tell you that, uh, what it takes to put up a tent and, uh, and that sort of thing. Um, uh, uh, there's been, uh, my colleagues from around the country are, are, are all very collaborative and uh, we've all been talking to each other about our experiences and who's doing what. And I think that has, we've all drawn on that for each other. I know there's a lot of other shows following me, uh, trying to get out there and, um, uh, we're all, we're all in communication and it has all helped. So let's talk about that because you are the chairman of the ATAEs, and I know you have a uh, a great uh, consultative um, uh, you know set of meetings and sharing and best practices. And what else are you hearing around the country from other folks who are facing the similar issue? Well, everyone's everyone's pretty worried about you know we're, we're all facing the inventory issue. Uh, we're all we're all facing the fact that business is down twenty percent. Everybody fought through the PPP loan. Uh, issues and trying to get make sure dealers uh, uh, took full advantage of of those opportunities uh, afforded by the government and uh, and now um, now it's a question of hanging on and uh, everybody's uh, trying to make sure that their inventory can can satisfy the customer demand. Uh, dealer trades have gotten interesting. I know that. Um, uh, so so yeah, we're all in the same boat on this. This is not regional by any means. And with your 122 franchise new car dealers across seven counties in the Twin Cities area. What is unique to your neck of the woods? What what are you most focused on right now in helping your dealers with? Uh, well, at, at the moment, uh, in, in Minnesota, we're, we're fighting off a California car mandate. Um, and, and that kind of leads into the electric vehicle uh, question. And uh, that is a national issue. Uh, it's sort of uh, 
became a, a bigger deal as the new year uh, dawned. I think everyone is sort of waking up to the idea that there's going to be a lot of electric vehicles on the market in the next few years. And, and as an industry, uh, not just Minnesota, but as an industry, uh, we're trying to make it clear that we're not opposed to electric vehicles. The, the retail new car industry and certainly automotive trade executives are not opposed to electric vehicles. If people want to buy them, uh, we want to sell them. And uh, to the extent that manufacturers, uh, our, our, our franchisors, want to sell them, we want to make sure they sell them through, uh, through our dealerships. And uh, we want them to be successful selling them through our dealerships. Uh, so there's a lot of talk about that and how we could help message that. And we don't want the dealers uh, to be the, the bad guys in this. If for some reason consumers do not accept electric vehicles uh, uh, in, in the next you know, five, six years, we don't want it to fall at our feet. We want to make sure that we've done everything we can to make sure that these are, uh, are given the opportunity to be successful and, and not give anybody uh, a reason to, uh, to look at a, a, a different business model in distributing electric vehicles. So that is, uh, that discussion is taking up a lot of time within ATAs. And, and I, I don't know if we're behind or not, but, but we certainly want to get ahead of it. And, and that's what we're trying to do. All right, the Twin Cities Auto Show, presented by Speedway, opens Saturday, May 15th, and runs through Sunday, May 23rd. For more information, TwinCitiesAutoShow.com. Thank you so much, Scott, for uh, enlightening us on your new model, and the best of luck. Well, come visit us if you can, Jason. It'll be a show like you've never seen before, I'm sure of that. (laughs) Barnum and Bailey, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. It's all show business. It's all show business. You're in the tent business and, and still the car business. Scott, it's been a pleasure catching up with you. Good talking to you, Jason. Thanks so much for your time. We reached Scott Lambert in Minneapolis, and that's Daily Drive for Tuesday, April 20th. For breaking news, go to autonews.com, and for more than 300 interviews, go to autonews.com slash daily drive. We'll be back Wednesday.